0: What up nerds and welcome to Tales from the Short Box The once weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about comic books My name is Casey Crawford and I am here with some other hosts of the show Sean Petit What up? And RJ hey Heyo uh, if you haven't read last week's comics and, you know, recent comics, uh, we're going to spoil those for you. This is a spoiler-heavy podcast. Uh, but we're going to put some timestamps in the episode descriptions so you can skip anything that you need to skip. Today's top story is Moon Knight, numbers one through six by Jed McKay, Alessandro Capuccio, and Rachel Rosenberg. Uh, you may notice that I am not Adam Sheehan. It's true. I have <laughs> noticed. <laughs> uh, my guy was going to skip this episode anyway because it was it's his birthday weekend and he was like gonna chill out and then he went and like busted his face. So yeah.
1: he knows how to celebrate you know? his birthday in style. <laughs> really, uh, yeah. With the trip to the ER. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's fine. He uh, he got a, you know some X rays and some CT scans and he's he is. Okay, just a little bruised up from skateboarding, like a total dad. Yeah, I want to
1: see if he goes on DL, see how many weeks he's going (laughs) to (laughs) miss.
0: I mean, honestly, the last thing you want to do when you land on your jaw in the bowl is talk. So, the only thing
1: I want to do is eat painkillers. That would be my only thought.
0: Yeah. And, like, we uh, have previously talked about uh, Adam and I share a uh, TMJ illness uh tmj sufferers anonymous so you know more power to him i'm sure he is not feeling great yeah Uh, so feel better bro feel better bro putting good vibes Um, out there good yeah this has been this has been a shitty week for medical diagnoses for this show uh because i also What what a transition yeah right no i uh i recently Broke down and contacted a doctor about this like recurring rash I've had on my hands and feet for oh, like you mean your I don't box? know. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. No, like earlier this week I was like I'm so itchy i f- fuck it and I finally like texted a doctor like to that teledoc thing, which I found out like is just a free thing I can do. Sweet. with this other app that i have that's dope breaking it's point free, was I... it
2: speaking in tongues to you
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not that's never good Ooh, i should, um, I should like call someone about this this is this is about a problem. time yeah so yeah so i was like i was just so itchy so i finally like texted a doctor and they're like oh yeah you have this specific types of eczema that like creates blisters on your palms and between your fingers and on the bottoms of your feet nah. which is just like what Give me kind of a I'm good. J- what kind of a just and loving God
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: would create this kind of an eczema? Yeah,
1: what kind of thing would make me itch between my fingers? You piece of shit! Like it's fucked wh- up, Yeah, bro. what? It's uh,
0: up. Yeah, no, more proof that God doesn't exist. If you ask me, um, <laughs> cre- creationism is a lie. We are not intelligently designed. I have itchy fingers. Um, but yeah, so like. Three or four days after I get this for, like news from a doctor, uh, the monkeypox ec- epidemic hits the news, and then I Google. I'm like, hmm, "What are the symptoms of monkeypox?" And it's exactly like the rash that you get from monkeypox is exactly the same as the shit that I have. So like, cool. <laughs> Good timing. Ten out of ten. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. We're in the uh I think I have pneumonia but the drugs aren't working phase of when I had covid. I was going to make so. a
1: joke but he might actually listen to the show this week cuz we're talking about one of his books but I'm so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it on pause. <laughs> <laughs> Are uh, you talking that. about when
0: Kieran Gillen gave me COVID?
1: I was going to say you and Kieran Gillen have something in common. You both started a global epidemic.
0: <laughs> Jesus uh, you're gonna I, be I, the, I thought uh, you were going to somehow work it into how Kieran Gillen gave me monkeypox, but I haven't seen him in over no, two years, yeah. so that'd he be started, very difficult. He started
1: COVID, you started monkeypox. You, guys, you guys have that in common, though. Right.
0: To be fair, I never said <laughs> Kieran Gillen started COVID overall. I said Kieran Gillen started COVID in America. Oh right, good point. Good point. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. He brought it from the, the UK to <laughs> us. So like, he's not patient zero. He's just a patient zero in America. We're so sorry. We're so sorry. <laughs> we're, we're, we're so
1: sorry. Hey, thank you for signing our comic books.
0: And th- yeah, this is this is our running bit. We are so sorry. Um, but yeah, so that's been my week. How are y'all?
1: It's been an interesting week. I got a, uh, i got a new job. So there's that a, a
0: new new job yeah. again. Yeah. No shit.
1: Yeah. congrats yeah man again it's good i'm excited um
0: for for some behind the scenes uh, i don't know if you can like necessarily talk shit on your previous job this quickly but uh sean has just been so bored for like the <laughs> last couple months and i've just been yelling at him to just like just steal, steal time. company time what are you doing <laughs> don't worry trust me
1: i've put in a lot of time on uh on some shit on some elden ring <laughs> i played a lot of elden ring guys <laughs> and got um, paid for
0: it. God yeah, bless you.
1: Yeah. So, but I'm I'll be happy to get to a job where I actually like do work um and contribute in some way so I don't Boo! I don't have a little bit of guilt. <laughs> well, yeah, it it just kind of sucks when like I'm sitting on the couch playing Elden Ring getting paid too much money for that obviously, and then reading things on Twitter that people can't buy baby formula. I'm just like, I feel bad. I feel bad. Something something about this makes me feel bad.
0: No, you know what you should do is continue to get paid to play Elden Ring and buy people baby formula. That's- Well, I can't.
1: Because there isn't any, but that's fine.
0: (laughs) That's a different problem. (laughs) That's a different problem. You can't do anything about that.
1: I know. It's just that part of my brain, it's like, I feel like I should earn this. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> well, that's a, that's a perfect segue for my plug to um, the South Philly Mutual Aid Fund of Homies <laughs> Helping Homies.
1: Dude, that's a great fucking name.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, our, that's our buddies. And, and uh, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a couple friends of ours that, uh, that run a mutual aid fund in South Philly called homie, at, at Homies Helping Homies on Instagram if you want to send them a donation. That's
1: fucking uh, awesome. That is a great yeah. fucking name. That's fantastic.
0: <laughs> and exactly what it is. This uh, is the Homies helping Homies.
1: It's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. I should do that. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Still going to be at home, which is dope, because the job's actually in the city. Um, but I won't, be, I won't be there much. But um, since I'm at home, I learned, I learned how all the Philly City Wage Tax works, so that's cool. learned some... <laughs> I could have told you that. Apparently, for me, it only applies to the time I actually work in the city as a non-resident. No shit. Yeah, so since technically my work address is my house, I won't have to pay it. Interesting. Sounds made up, right? Yeah, it does sound made up. Yeah, apparently that's what they told me, so we'll find out if it's true or not. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah. But i don't have to go in over once in a while, but every time I do, I'm sure I'll try to hang out with Casey, because that's usually what I do when I'm in the city. (laughs) Woo! <laughs> it's like right in and center city, I, I think. Hell yeah. Yeah.
0: And I I need to drag RJ back into the city because I just realized that like one one of the movies that I desperately want to see is in theaters The Petite Maman. Remember RJ? Did you see that on the at the, the film festival? Nope. So, ah, well, you gotta come to the perfect. city so we can watch it. Well, there yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. Alright. I think I think that about wraps it up for this week's news and events um yeah i got
1: <laughs> i got nothing else going on for being honest no,
0: is everybody else had that have all limbs intact <laughs> no no infectious diseases all yeah. right cool oh,
1: <laughs> no infectious diseases <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
0: uh all right yeah so let's let's just jump into pics i will continue to talk because i have the first one um because you hype right now I'm, I'm so hype! I am on so much caffeine. Um, yeah, and and so antihistamines. So, like, let's just go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have I Hate This Place, also known as Fuck This Place by Kyle Starks, Archim, Archim Toplin, and Lee Lurich. Uh,
1: this book is book. fucking
0: great. Yeah, it's so much fun. A really, really good number one from Image. Um, yeah, I wish fuck this which,
1: place uh, was able to stay the main title, but what are you gonna do?
0: It's still on the uh, the variant cover, so you know, pick your poison, I suppose. Yeah. Um. So this book is great. Uh, essentially, the premise is this couple inherits a farm out in the middle of nowhere and moves there to like they're like okay, we're you know we're finally gonna like start our lives we're gonna like sell off all these cattle then we're gonna sell the ranch and we're gonna have all this extra money to do what like we truly want to do turns out it's haunted as fuck um, uh. so that's unfortunate but uh the book starts out with uh it's like a uh heist gone wrong and this this like one dude with this gnarly fucking scar on his face is just like going haywire and it's like two buddies they're all at like the meetup point out in the middle of the woods and his two buddies are like, yo, you're nuts. Like, you kind of <laughs> lost it back there at that robbery. So, like, we buried the money so we can all split it evenly because we knew you were going to double cross us. And immediately he just shoots one of them in the head. He's like, I only need one of you to find my money. So, <laughs> turns out that was a bad idea because the second dude gets his head ripped off by tentacles. Like, just immediately. I hate when that uh, happens. Yeah. I hate when that bad happens. bad luck man. <laughs> When the bag man gets ripped in half by tentacle monsters, yeah, it's good. a bad night. Um, yeah. So so the uh, Scarface guy uh, makes his getaway, and then we cut to uh, our our couple as they're they're moving to their new house. So it's uh it's Gabby and I forget the other one's name. I had it in my head a second ago. Um, Trudy. Trudy and and Gabby. Yeah, Trudy and Gabby. So. Um, Gabby is the one who inherited it from, like, some great aunt that she, like, barely remembers, like, met her, like, once, right? Um, they also drive right past, like, the getaway car that's just covered in blood, and they don't pass. Yeah, it's like, how did you not even, like,
1: <laughs> flinch at that?
2: Jesus. Give
0: that one a second glance, guys. Yeah. Maybe, you know. Uh, there's
2: a, there's a scene where they stop at the gas station, and she's like, oh, do you want anything? And, and she's like, oh, yeah, see if they have any of those, like, orange cupcake things. And it's like just the most generic description, but then you cut to a panel of her checking out and it's the label literally reads orange cupcakes (laughs) (laughs) and i was like that that was the actual name of the
0: company there they are it like killed me for some reason i don't know why but no i mean this is the same dude who wrote six sidekicks of trigger Trigger keaton which we talked about a lot and like this guy nails comedic timing in a comic like he also
2: the old guy who was like oh, that, that place has got a lot of UFOs. And it's like, yeah, I just inherited it. It's like, well, you just inherited a lot of UFOs. I hope you <laughs> like them. a shit ton leg. of them. All right, well.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I love that yeah, guy.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah, it, 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 he's the total, like, <laughs> don't want to go down that road from, like, every horror movie, know. you know? You're doomed. Like, just that the, guy the from Friday the 13th. You
2: inherited a lot of UFOs is hilarious <laughs> to me.
0: Uh but yeah, so so they're they're kind of also I just want to point out like both of these chicks are just like buff as fuck and hot as fuck and I I love that. Uh we don't get nearly enough just like they're buff lesbians. They're all out out together. They are yeah, they're the fucking one's great. They're
1: fucking jacked to hell, man. She's, they're both jacked to hell yeah, and like specifically she's like, a like
0: Yeah, uh yeah. yeah, Trudy is a is a doomsday prepper. Um so so they're like a match made in heaven because it's like gabby's like oh we're gonna do all this farm stuff and and trudy's like i could definitely build a bunker here and like we could ride out a lot and she's like okay yeah thank you for protecting me like where should i put my guns and she just has like a big bag full of guns (laughs) like yo i feel seen um and then and then we get like a minor flashback of like the one time that uh that Gabby like visited when she was a kid and saw some like wacky shit and some like lights in the woods and like that was about it. Um And then they find like a creepy VHS room that's just like a single chair and walls of VHSs that's like soundproofed, and they're like, Huh, that's weird, but they do have every single episode of The Facts of Life, so It was just a Can't be too bad.
2: Singular DVD of Twin Peaks, and you're like, What's that doing there?
0: That's (laughs) that's not ominous (laughs) at all. (laughs) Maybe maybe that should have been a red flag. Um But yeah, then uh they they go to bed and Gabby uh is woken up by the cows losing their shit. Just the derpiest
1: looking cows, man. It's great. I love it.
0: I mean, have you seen cows? No, exactly.
1: It's perfect. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I meant that in like a good way. Like, yeah. it's just like, they're freaking out and they just like the, just the way the hair is on the head. It just like, they just look so derpy cow. Like, yeah, like just it's perfect.
0: ominous and hilarious. At yeah. The same it's time. great. Perfect. Um, yeah. And then, and then like, she's immediately like, she's like touched by some unseen hand and like transported to like train tracks while the train is coming down. And then like, runs into a bunch of fucked up zombies (laughs) it's just immediately shit has gone bad so she like runs back into the house slams the door the zombies are stopped which is nice and then like they just immediately retreat into the uh the the vhs bunker um oh oh and there's a ufo light just shining down over like the, the sky opens up and they're just like uh we should hide and then it just cuts to like <laughs> you take the good, you take the bad. <laughs> it's just like perfect. Um they then find a VHS that is the the living will of of Aunt Marilyn, the the great aunt who like left it to Gabby and it's just like, "Hey, sorry. Whoever this is, I am so sorry, but you are fucked. Yeah, you um, can't leave." You can't Step leave. One. We we tried so many times to leave, and you just can't. Uh, you'll never be safe if you try to leave. They'll just follow you, and they'll bring you back. Um, don't house- let them touch you.
1: <laughs> My favorite is the house ghost. Is named Bodie. <laughs> just breezes like, right fucking past that
0: one. <laughs> yeah, and it's like he's nice. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the other ones you have to worry about. Yeah. Um, they, they can't come in the house though, so don't let them touch you. Uh. And I feel like there's another rule. Oh, and if you ever see the horned man, you just fucking run. You just run as fast as you can. It's just like that's not my man looks creepy as fuck. Yeah. So 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 far we got ghosts, we got UFOs, and we got cryptids. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna say horned man is like a different entity altogether. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Hmm. Yeah. And just then they start getting.
1: Bank robber earlier on in the in the uh, book, so we got a whole lot going on. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, so so then it cuts to um, they're like, well, we gotta we gotta fucking figure out how to like we at least have to like sell the cattle and sell this ranch if we do want to fucking escape. So they have uh, they hired a couple people to take care of it. Um, so we get our whole crew. There's um Ruther. Uh wait no, what's his name? Um Garth. Garth. Garth is gonna be like kind of running the. The like running the farm and then we've got like the two farm hands uh big mike and ramon love it and then and then we get our third person uh what's the name itchy adrian yeah Itchy. itchy yeah on account of how he scratched himself too hard once and it's the guy with the scars the the bank robber with the scars from the beginning so like we've got a nefarious unhinged bank robber like a Lalo oh, from the, Better Call Saul. Yeah, we if get you're, the classic
1: if, guy takes a job so he can dig around and find his money. Like, the, uh, just yeah. that classic trope. So he's going to be up to shady shit the whole time. It's haunted mm-hmm. as fuck.
0: Yeah, haunted as fuck. <laughs> so some, yeah, yeah and,
1: but she's a gun nut, so that should be, that's going to be an interesting uh, confrontation because they're definitely going to run into a horn, man. And uh, she's definitely going to shoot him.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's not gonna run. She's just.
1: She's gonna definitely shoot gonna shoot him in the face. <laughs> so we'll you, see you what don't, happens. You don't
0: see gun nut lesbian in comics often enough.
1: Yeah, and I, that, that's I, fair. it feels
0: nice to, to be represented. You know,
1: <laughs> that's fair, man. We're, we're all we're here for representation. That's what we're here for. It does feel um, oddly specific, but it probably is way more common than. It's like, that's not, uh, like, lots of people like guns, and there's lots of people who are lesbians, so, like, I feel like that is not a small Venn diagram.
0: I do want to just (laughs) quickly clarify, because, like, if if you've listened to the show before, you know my politics, so, like, it might sound very, um, uh, confusing to say that I, you know, I'm all these things and also hate guns, but, like, arm, arm, arm the people? That kind of gun nut? Not like a, don't tread on me, gunnut, but like a I like overthrow guns. the gov overthrow the police kind of. The right
1: to bear gun arms gunnut.
0: Yeah, like the real kind. Yeah, for what it was so, meant for. Yeah, 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 yeah like shooting like like killmonger and black panther gun nut (laughs) like that kind of vibe uh (laughs) i just like
1: the different ways we're describing on how you like guns it's this is pretty entertaining i
0: I just i yeah i i didn't mean to bring it up in this way but i feel obligated not everyone that loves guns is problematic that's all i'm saying (laughs) yeah just
1: because you (laughs) including
0: yeah Including our, our uh, Trudy here. She's, she's a hero. It's how
1: you use I, your guns is the problem. It's not the exactly. love of their guns.
0: Guns are yeah. cool. Trigger discipline, you know? Yeah. Proper safety measures, it's locking important. them, good it's things. It's important. What's going on? Anyway. What's happening this is here? Yeah, I went, we I went down. Derailed. I'm sorry.
1: Caffeine has taken over her brain. I'm a little sleepy, so sorry. I'm just going to indulge it. So good RJ, you got to assert yourself and get us the fuck out of here. Good good thing my the pick the is next, I, I guess. Maybe this, this doesn't this book have guns too? <laughs> I mean, it's fine, all right. It's everything uh, fine. My pick
2: this week is Savage Avengers number one by David Propose, Carlos Magno, and Espen Grunerturn. Um, this is the new Savage Avengers team off of uh Jerry Duggan's like long, like he. He was writing that book for like twenty plus issues.
0: Yeah, I think it was like twenty five
2: or something crazy. Yeah, yeah. Of um, but so this is the the all new, all different uh, Savage Avengers, <laughs> and this team is Conan because Conan, you, you got to keep Conan on. Sure, uh, Conan too. Uh, Electro, Daredevil, Anti Venom, Cloak and Dagger, Weapon H, and uh, Deathlock, and uh, what a One dude.
0: eight. Team. It's a fucking wild
2: team that was like <laughs> someone rooted around in my brain and made like an Avengers team.
1: Yeah, like you said, you just you just dig into the bottom of the crate and it's like, alright, who are we pulling out? Alright. Especially okay. Cloak and
2: Dagger, I was, because I yeah. love
1: them so much
2: and they're just
0: they're almost nowhere. It's like Yeah, they've really been underutilized for a long time. Uh I also like the first run of uh Savage Avengers was like it was a weird fucking team, but you can tell that the common thread was just like murder, because it was like, yeah. Punisher, Electra, Venom, Conan, and like one other person, I forget. But this, like, yeah, just this, like just general murder, and then this one is like, similar? But it's, like it's way like, more. This one is like, outcasts kind of. Because yeah. like outcasts yeah. with questionable morals and yeah. Polk and dagger.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: oh, Black Knight is on the team. I don't know if I said Black Knight, but I think you missed Black Knight. But also Black Knight. That's crazy. That's a lot of fucking team.
0: Yeah, there's a shitload of people, and <laughs> they do a really good job of of introducing everyone. Yeah. If like for the whoever you don't know, you so know? much
2: team, I'm forgetting people.
0: <laughs> uh, so
2: this book is essentially Conan trying to stop a Stygian uh, death cult that stole a Hydra mad bomb. Um, and they're like sure. setting it off. And then as uh, Conan is beating up Cultus, um Deathlock appears and starts trying to kill him. And is like, you violated the time stream. Um, and then all the Savage Avengers kind of like end up together uh, through the course of the book meeting at the focal point, like all trying to stop, Deathlock um and it's great. It's just like a really cool introduction issue that is pretty much one big getting the team together and then um at the end they end up stabbing Deathlock and like getting caught in whatever makes him time travel and they show up back in the Hyborian Age. Um so I'm just so excited because we're going to fucking get, like, Savage Avengers in, like, sword and fantasy, like, (laughs) setting. (laughs) And I'm (laughs) so excited.
0: Which makes Black Knight's inclusion make a lot more sense. Yeah. Like, he's, like, now he's really in his element there. Uh, Yeah, no, it was definitely, like, it was uh, getting the team together, but, like, in a really seamless way. And, like, these are some, like, obscure motherfuckers that, like, like giving them all their proper introduction in a way that was like not clunky. Yeah, they, was really fucking they well done. They each get
2: a few good pages, uh, and then kind of get tossed into like the big fight. But like, how many people know who Weapon H is? Because it's a fucking yeah. Hulk with Wolverine claws. Like, and and like his character is really really interesting for the few pages that he gets. Like, uh, he obviously seems pretty um like you know there's going to be like past trauma to deal with um so yeah i i haven't read like i've read like maybe like one or two things with him and
0: yeah i'm aware that that character exists and that is the full extent of my knowledge of that character it seems like just one of
2: those like we're gonna take we're gonna take a Two characters that are really popular, and we're gonna mash them together
0: to sell a cover kind of character. It's exactly what it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, no, and, and like, this is definitely the first time this character has been utilized in a way that makes me care for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm all for like
2: taking obscure characters and making them in a team, and I'm all for like really niche, uh, like Avengers teams because I think that's when comic books really get to shine when you get someone that's like really passionate about uh this stuff and like i think um i don't want to say for sure but i think this might be the writer's first marvel book uh they did um yeah i scout's did honor, recognize the name scout's honor oh, okay which was a really oh. cool indie book that we talked about a little bit yeah i read a little bit of that that was pretty cool i think it's scout's honor
0: yeah that's yeah, from Aftershock. I remember that. Yeah. That was that was good.
2: So uh, it's hype that they
0: get to do this.
2: Um, and it's such a cool, inventive idea. And I will read, I will read uh, superheroes in a sword and
0: sorcery setting any day. Any day. I also, I don't know if this was purposeful or accidental, but um, the day that this dropped... They, uh, Marvel lost the rights to Conan. <laughs> F in the chat. Um, F yeah, in F, the F in chat. the chat for Conan. <laughs> but this could be a really brilliant way of writing him out of continuity. They just like leave him in high, high, high because, like you know, obviously mm. they have the rights through however many books are still to be released. Gotcha. Like yeah, it, does, yeah. it doesn't, you it know, could, like yeah. they can still could go have, like, through whatever's left or whatever. Yeah, it it could be exactly. A, yeah. yeah, good
2: like send off. That's yeah. so it could
0: have been like. This this was a known thing that was happening that Marvel was like okay we gotta yeah get, we gotta get rid of Conan but like not just like drop him off and like the face of <laughs> the earth and no yeah like <laughs> you don't just ghost Conan like let him let's give him a send off and yeah. this this could be that and then like maybe the the story keeps going just without Conan after this arc or something yeah. mm. um, I'll be really curious to see what they do with that if that was like the way it was heading in the first place or if it was. Just like, ha, huh, we got to reroute now, yeah. you know? Well,
2: I'm excited. Yep. I'm all for yeah. the weird, weird team books. Fucking Gets me every time. All right.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of weird teams, Immortal X-Men number two, guys.
0: It's not so much a <laughs> team
1: as, as a council. Yeah.
0: A uh, political since, body. Yeah, if you will.
1: That's true. This is Kieran Gillen, Lucas Warnock, and David Curiel. So, uh, we are fresh off of, um, Celine turning some Krakoan gates into a giant monster <laughs> and just saying, see ya, should have voted uh, for me. Bye. She, she got real petty that they didn't yeah, vote
2: did. her onto the council. So she was like, all right, here's a, um, here's a demon beast
0: that you got to deal with. Yes, yeah, so we get she, a couple. She, yeah, she just drops in and she's like, "Hey, you guys are vulnerable to magic." Oh, you don't believe me? Magic? Yeah, just, yeah. And then
2: bounces. And then seeks like sovereignty with the with
1: the uh, the cult an in the UK. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we get a lot of balls of the wall X Men. Oh, excuse me, X Men action kind of centering around Hope because now she's the you know she's just been newly voted onto the council. And she's like, "Fuck! Well, I gotta help solve this problem." So disappointed but Adam wasn't here because this this was the best Hope uh, issue that yeah. she's had in probably. Yeah, seriously. Like I feel like this is like years. I'm doing this as like an honorary Adam pick because I feel like this would be like definitely right up his alley because she just immediately goes full Hope, right? Just takes action, starts ordering people around to like action squad, and then like I just love from kind of their perch before Magneto has. Left, I guess, for to to go to uh, Arako. Him and Storm are just kind of uh, they're like watching. Sh- for they're just watching, the first and they're part. like, "Yeah, the first part." And they're just like, "All right, you, you want to just go take care of this real quick?" And they're like, "All right, let's go do it."
0: I- yeah, it kind of looks like they're having a little trouble. Maybe yeah. we should step <laughs> in. But I love Hope in
2: this issue because, I mean, she's just a complete badass in this. Like, Absolutely, yeah. So, uh, but like part of her motivation for. The the her actions in this book is that she's kind of like she's the new person on the council. She she has to like
1: prove that she's worthy to be in that spot. So yeah, yeah, she's trying to prove her worth, but also and not in the messiah type of way because she talks about that a lot, specifically Exodus, and how he treats her. It's like.
0: Dude, I'm not it's like. Dude, would you? Can you can, just, just not? Can you like- not, bro?
1: Like, <laughs> there's some good moments with that. Yeah. So like, they basically I, this we talked about this a little off mic, but basically Magneto and Storm just kind of like they're they they basically talk about they're so powerful on their own, but when they work together, they can just almost it's almost effortless for them to, to defeat something. Like Magneto basically turns this thing into a pin cushion. It's like, all right, whenever you're ready, and then. Um, Storm just hits it with lightning and just eviscerates it from the fucking inside. But then at that point, they kind of all telepathically link up on a conference call, and everyone's just like, "Yo, you can't kill this fucking thing. It's got interdimensional magic shit. If you break it, we might break. It's like a dimension gates and shit. Yeah, like, it's like attached can't to other dimensions." It. Yeah, because I think and it's also, she transformed well, she, the gates. That's why. Yeah, yeah she transformed yeah.
0: specifically the gate to Otherworld. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the, the gate that was made from the corpses of her um,
1: other
2: externals. Uh,
0: externals. Yeah. yeah. And then, but so, like not only is it a magical gate to Otherworld, it is also a Krakoan gate, yeah. so it's fucking with all of the portals, it's fucking with Krakoa, they could kill Krakoa, they could k- k- kill Dimensions, like, they could, like, it's way too connected to everything to actually kill. Uh. So that's not,
1: that's not great. Yeah, then we, um, we kind of have that Exodus uh hope moment where basically he she kind of mimics his powers and is able to channel like the belief that people have in her into like an external power to try to fight this thing, which I thought was a really cool thing
0: that they did. Um Then we get <laughs> then we get yeah, It's some- kind of like a it's like a belief or Because, like, he believes in her so much because he believes she's the Messiah. And then she's like, well, your power is people believing in you and you believe in me. So I'm going to use your power to make
1: me. Well, to be fair, like, think about her in in her spot. It's not just he believes in her from the Messiah, but she's the leader of the five. Everyone, oh yeah, believes no, I know. Her. So but- she, she, would be, yeah. She's just like, it's just a really cool mutant technology thing that we talk about. It's like that's a yeah. really like that's. She's like, listen, X-, X
2: you've been in twenty issues total, probably. No <laughs> one knows who the fuck you are. Let me let me take your powers. It'll go way better.
1: Yeah, it'll be a lot better. Um, then we can get the cameo of the two best expats: um, Sinister's cat and turtle. <laughs> As he basically is like, I got this, guys. And f- we get the first, um, like, chimera injection, basically. And he turns into this giant wolverine or amalgam of all these powers. And Charles- He kind
0: of like- looks like, uh, Weapon H. He just kind of turns himself into Weapon he H.
1: He, like, hulks yeah. himself out. Yeah. I like Xavier's like, yeah, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, yo, I got this. I'm gonna be- f- I'm gonna go fucking kill this shit. Cause he's got like the cyclops powers, he's got the claw, like he's got a whole bunch of powers.
2: And they're and like, stuff. What are you doing? He's like superhero, shit?
1: yeah, it's fucking great. And then he
2: he manages to like actually take down the beast, but it's got like regeneration abilities.
1: But well, he takes it down because he blows up because the serum he took eventually is like, Yo, right. I'm gonna blow up in a minute and my powers are gonna go away. And then he's just flirting yeah, like, in the I'm gonna need a
2: rescue, please. Yeah, there's, there's but it's just amazing- a buy time. There's this amazing moment, though, after he fights it, and he's like sitting on the beach, and he gets saved by Nightcrawler, and he's like, look, I did superhero stuff, why aren't people applauding? And then Nightcrawler (laughs) is like, because you're not a hero. And he's like, I just saved everyone. And he's like, and then Nightcrawler gives him a thumbs up after a panel later. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you did it. It's just a pregnant you, pause. You and then stalled. Good job.
1: It's fucking <laughs> He's like, you stalled time. Good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> then we get this moment, which I thought was really cool, where basically uh, Destiny is basically talking about Celine and is like, hey, told, tells Hope that he's, she's found a vision where. Celine is going to be near a window, and then she's going to die. And immediately, hopes like, I be back in a minute,
0: <laughs> loud and clear.
1: Basically, steals <laughs> Eliana's portal power, goes there, and just fucking snipes her, and just bounces as fast it's like, as she got jump there. shot,
2: snipes Celine through the head through a window. Yeah,
1: like, and then they so cool. dude, and then they regenerate her, figure out how to get rid of the monster and then like kill her and then kill her again (laughs) yeah
0: it's
1: fucking crazy all
0: just in like a split second which is cool because
1: like the next scene it's them debating if they should resurrect her or not and it's like "Mm, yep maybe (laughs) 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 and hope's just really like kind of really channeling her inner cable in this moment just kind of like yeah I already did all this shit like we don't have to talk about it, but her. I feel like the bond between her and Exodus has kind of grown because, like, they really kind of teamed up and worked together to kind of fix this problem. And he didn't just like idolize her the entire time. I thought it was a nice little growth moment for the two of them. I mean, I'm for yeah. anyone doing anything with Exodus, like, yeah, at all, <laughs> really. Yeah, it seems great, and like, Hope feels like a natural person to exercise that a little bit, like, because he can she could tell him to, like, chill the fuck out. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, Dude, and she's, like, the down, only please. one who listen to.
0: I um, feel like this is
2: the most personality Hope has had in all of Kokoa. Yeah
0: yeah, really, yeah. yeah, and I think I, she like kind of talks about that, too, where it's, like, everyone has this idea of what I am, but what I am is really just, like, Cable's daughter, and I yeah. I reach for a gun that's not there anymore, and it's just like, God damn it! Yeah, yeah she, she even talks like, like soft so soft. She Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was interesting. It's like, yeah, I haven't worn a gun, so she thinks she's like going soft. It's like, no, you're still pretty fucking badass. I love <laughs> like, yeah, right? I love Gillen writing X Men. His yeah,
2: his danger, his uh, Extinction team with Hope was so good, and he just knows how to write the characters so well, and mm-hmm. all the the action scenes. Like he understands the um, kind of like the team dynamic of X Men and how. That like you take a bunch of people with one specific, very powerful moveset and you mix them
1: together to take something down. Yeah, the creativity to kind of attack something. It's like with all these different people, it's it's amazing. Of the, the, all these X books and X writers, because like it happens across the board. I'm like, I wouldn't even have thought of that shit. Like and it's like it just seems so commonplace now in this era of X-Men in a great way they're creating these incredible ways to like utilize these power sets in like just incredibly creative ways that just once you see them, it's like, Oh, of course they would do that. Like, why (laughs) wouldn't they work together in that way? It's like to, to do accomplish whatever task it's, it's really cool to see. And when like a, a writer like Gillen does it and combines it in these action sequence, it just seems so natural. And so, so fluid that it's, you don't think about how, cool it really like is like how unique it is to x-men at least in my experience like this feels like a different type of x-men fight it's not just like x-men you know people hitting with a here's an eye blast and here's a lightning bolt it's like no this is a coordinated strike uh, together it's cool yeah the best is like you know there are characters
2: like cyclops and uh x-men who Who need to fight in a team it's not like avengers where pretty much any member of the avengers could solo (laughs) right right it's just like you took like the strongest people and put them on a team as opposed to x-men which are like they literally have to fight in a group or they'll die
1: yeah like they're all there's some really strong people that could probably hold their own but like like you said people like scott like He's got a limited power, like you know he. That's beatable, <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> so like you know it's 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 really cool to see, like you said, a lot of them they need a team to complement each other and help each other. Like other than like I feel like Magneto and Storm could pretty much just
2: yeah do whatever but they I can mean, kill that, whoever the that's fuck That's always they want. the case with
1: just <laughs> yeah because they just they control such a base element to our planet and existence that like they will never not have something to attack you with. Ma- like, magnetism. Like, yep, cool, I just changed magnetism now, so you lose. <laughs> That's just how it works now. Like, I could literally just turn your fucking body off. <laughs> like, it's just fucking crazy. Anyway. Uh, it's awesome. x mens right. Soup. it's this is a great, great, um, great, it, this is, uh, the book about the council is way more interesting than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, I really thought it was going to be
0: a lot of like uh you know uh, statecraft, like talking in the in the quiet council group yeah. But it's like, oh no, they're instantly fighting a giant monster. Yeah, like, oh, all right, cool. cool. Yeah. Um. All right. So real quick, uh, I just have a like a a shout out if uh you know as it were for New Mutants number twenty five by Vita Ayala, Rod Reece, Jan Dursima, and Ruth Redmond. Um yeah, this one uh we definitely want to go into bigger detail uh yeah, when this sometime in the is near done, future. Yeah, this is going to be Yeah, this super is going to be a top story. It's going to have to be. S- spoiler alert. Um so yeah, we've talked about Vita's run on New Mutants quite a few times, but this is kind of like a great jumping on point if you weren't reading it before. There's a long um, break and now it's a new arc. Yeah, there's Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um but same creative team, which is just they, perfect, because they, they, they had such a pitch-perfect uh, setup, like the whole last the, what, two arcs that they did of New Mutants together. Um, yes. But anyway, yeah, so this one is... It, it's Ileana handing off the keys to Limbo to Madeline Pryor. Um, yep. And there's a lot of allusions to Inferno. Um, which, if you haven't read, highly recommend. Inferno like an and X-Men. the Magic miniseries. Yeah. By Claremont. Um, yeah, basically, uh, Madeline Pryor, who is uh, Jean Grey's clone, um, lost her fucking mind, took over Limbo, and tried to eradicate the X-Men by using little mutant babies as a conduit to um, bring hell on Earth, basically um was the whole mutant event and uh Iliana was raised in Limbo correct like she was like i forget her exact yes. backstory but they they go into it in this issue and it, it's it's just like a shitload of trauma but because she's so closely tied to Limbo um she's able to control it and she's able to be like the the um of supreme of Limbo but this book um, is like
2: her like magic trying to move on from yeah the like worst thing that's ever happened to her and then Maddie yeah. also moving on from the worst thing that ever happened to her and it's these yeah, two it's a lot like, of
0: trauma processing. It's these two <laughs>
2: amazing characters getting finally getting an arc that like uh lets them heal from something that they've like never really had the chance to and uh yeah this book it's it's so good this book has the best opening like mission statement page that i've ever seen which is just like uh magic sparring with rain and uh danny and then uh madeline shows up and they and magic's like oh they're just cranky because i'm gonna make you the queen of hell and then she just gets a <laughs> smile
1: and it's like it's such a great page <laughs> Uh, yeah, and like, uh, is it is this giving her giving in? Maybe they'll go into more detail. But like, I thought this was just her giving up her crown as queen of hell. Does that also mean she will detach and not be the sorcerer supreme anymore? I don't think we know
0: that. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I feel like I those don't are two that, different things. I, I that me, might be two different things. I don't. But think, but I'm not sure.
1: I don't think we've.
2: I don't. Th- I, th- I. don't know if they'll go into it, but I don't think. Yeah, we know. I'm not sure either. Because um, okay,
0: there's a chance that
2: magic. Magic is a whole ass mutant without the sorceress stuff. So right. like, so maybe they go back to just that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, yeah.
0: But but also the so part of this is like, it's it's Iliana telling Danny and Rain to trust her. It's like, do you trust yeah. me or do you think I'm an idiot? Which one is it? Because it can't be both. Like I yeah. I know what I'm doing, and her crafting a perfect contract that will make sure that Madeline Pryor doesn't lose her shit and try to, like, kill Krakoa again, our <laughs> mutants in general, or the planet. You know, like, it's like, yeah. they're like, you know, like, I I know what is at stake here, and I also know that, like, Krakoa is about second chances, and, and Madeline deserves it, and, like, you know, like, the last time that she lost her shit, it was it was because she was insane with grief and anger and fear, so, like, Why can't she have another chance? Because we've all been there, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm really curious what the contract says. The contract might have something to do with, like, Illyana still having, like, oversight. Like, still being the Sorcerer Supreme, but, like, being hands-off. She just wants to finally be done with, like, the worst part of her life, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, She definitely doesn't want to be tied to Limbo, like, uh, in that. Tough of a way, which makes total like, yeah, like being the queen of hell is a seems like a full time job that fucking sucks and also is traumatizing. (laughs) So yeah, it's also just like
0: she she's been doing it for so long because she doesn't trust anyone else, obviously. And it's like, well, who who can I trust except somebody who's been in the same? Yeah, and it seems like like
1: they kind of they definitely have a you know Madeline and Ilyana. They seem to have they kind of understand each other. In yeah, a, in a there, way.
0: there's definitely a like a bond, a bond, a trauma bond. Yeah, yeah. You know, through
1: kind of like how like Danny and Wolfsbane have that, and they're you know like we just read a whole lot of New Mutants. Like you feel like people would understand trying to get over trauma like those two, but you know it happens. <laughs> I just I think the
0: stakes are higher here, so for sure, they're, for sure, they're definitely uh, rightfully so. I mean, oh, I'm concerned. not saying yeah, they definitely
1: should yeah. be a little
0: concerned. They've only sure.
2: ever yeah. known Madeline. Like to be as yeah, a, be evil as a villain.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's um, a good point.
0: But yeah, so so we'll we'll definitely dive deeper into that uh, at a later date. But that's you know like we'd be remiss if we didn't mention it because it's like the coolest fucking issue that came out this week.
1: Yeah, they had some cool um, shit in there with like the story, like telling the story in between of, and like a like a fairy tale book. It was really cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, nailed it. All right, so that brings us to top story. Mm. Um. So, uh, it's a slight, slight digression, but we'll, we'll get back to it. Um, I was talking with a, uh, customer slash friend slash listen- listener, um, shout out to, uh, to Jen Sanders. Uh, she's, she's the fucking, she's the man. Um, <laughs> but like, I was talking to her at the shop and she's like, Hey, who is, who is Cassandra Nova? exactly because like you know this other podcast I was listening to was talking about it and like you guys mentioned her and I was like oh yeah so she's like this this and this but also I need to google it because I didn't know a lot of the specifics but like i i realized it made me realize that sometimes in the show we're just like oh shit it's madeline Pryor," and not actually giving a backstory on who that is um because we are kind of up up our own ass when it comes to comic books of so just like sometimes when you're in it you forget that, that this might be somebody's first exposure to that. So um, just a quick uh, backstory on who Moon Knight is as a character. Um, Moon Knight is... Uh, Mark Spector is his, like, primary uh, alias. Uh, um, whatever you want to call that. Um, Mark Spector was a mercenary who uh, turned against his, his crew... Um, to, to do the right thing, and subsequently they murdered him. But they murdered him in the uh, Egyptian temple to Khonshu, the the god, the moon god in Egyptian mythology. So, uh, we come to find out later on that Mark Spector has a. Uh, um disassociative identity disorder um so he's got three aliases and they all develop their own personality because he is just a uh a, just a vehicle for trauma um so there's mark Spector, the mercenary there's Stephen grant the millionaire and jake lockley the cab driver which you will notice is slightly different than the tv show because Stephen grant is not a bumbling goofball he's he's like a uh, like Suave James Bond millionaire type. And and
2: initially, these Uh. were covers. He didn't have DID initially. And uh, he was a cab driver because it was like, that's how you get information. Uh, Yeah. And yeah,
0: this was all just like part of his like spy stuff. Yeah. 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 Right. And then, and then like, um, I forget exactly who did it. It might have been like the Bendis run or. Like, I want to say it was the Bendis run when he, when he, it turned into like, oh, he took those aliases and internalized them into DID. Um, so later on in the progression of Moon Knight as a character, there, uh, Warren Ellis and Declan Shalvey had a run, um, years ago, uh, where Mr. Knight was introduced. And Mr. Knight is the, like, the vigilante persona that he used when he was assisting like a New York City detective um on like cases so like he couldn't just run around in the in the shroud so he was just like oh I'll still be a superhero and like hide my face but I'll you know so it's like him in the the white suit with the mask which they they show briefly in the TV show too but it's a little bit more of like Dude, that's the here. dignified version of moon knight the 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 business version you know <laughs> um which like I'm really glad Mr. Knight is back somewhere outside of Warren Ellis' run because... That guy's not great. Um, Let's we'll so, move on from that. Yep. <laughs> Most recently, um, in Jason Aaron's run of Avengers, uh, was the Age of Khonshu event um, in which Khonshu went cuckoo bananas. And he made... Moon Knight gather a bunch of powers from a bunch of different Avengers. Like, he got, like, uh, Iron Fist powers, Thor powers, uh, a couple others, I forget who. Um, and, uh, Kanchu took over Manhattan. Uh, uh, Moon Knight had to, like, eventually take on the Phoenix Force to fight Kanchu. It was a whole thing. Basically, all you really need to know is that the Avenger- Avengers have imprisoned Kanchu and decide not to imprison Moon Knight because he was just following orders. Um, So, that's where we're at. (laughs) Uh, So, issue one starts out with the Midnight Mission, and it is uh, Moon Knight starting his, like, congregation to protect Travelers of the Night, uh, which I think is a really cool way to interpret that character. it then moves on to, uh, we see like two like douchebaggy vampires, uh, carting around four other vampires, and it's like a total like multi-level marketing scheme, mm-hmm. like a it's pyramid a, scheme for vampires. It's a
2: vampires? Ponzi scheme.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah Dracula Ponzi's And yeah it's just like so like you turn two people And then they turn two people and then you get Then you get your own ghouls And then those ghouls get their own ghouls And now you're you're a vampire millionaire Like easy <laughs> Vampire <you're right>.
2: millionaire <laughs> I love that this They're my favorite villains in this book Because they're so dumb And I'm like <laughs> yeah. why have we never seen this before I love it It's
0: so ridiculous Yeah it's so good they're also my favorite because they exist for like two whole pages before Moon Knight just murders the fuck. <laughs> he does. just stakes them in the heart. Yep, like sure so does. quickly. Um, and yeah, it, like immediately after that, uh, he like he he like turns to the the victim vampires essentially the people that had been turned against their will, and we meet Reese who's just like, hey man, I was a vegan, I didn't want any of this. They kidnapped us, and we like we just want to go home, like. I don't know, dude. So Moon Knight goes against his uh, Moon Knighty nature and doesn't (laughs) kill the vampires, Uh, (laughs) and he uh, instead gives Reese a job as the kind of his assistant in the Midnight Mission. So that's pretty cool. Um, There's also a really cool the the whole exposition of of this, especially this first issue, but the exposition in general of the whole uh, volume is through yeah. him talking to his therapist and just it is a that, is yeah, great c- court appointed not court appointed Avenger Avengers appointed. Avengers Avenger appointed, appointed therapist. Basically they're like the only reason we're not going to arrest you and throw you in prison with your God is that we're gonna send you we're gonna get you help. So they they specifically get a um a therapist who like specializes in like superhero stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, as he's talking at one point, she's like, you know, like, normally this is where I would say, like, a mental health professional might be skeptical because, you know, you say that you're the fist of Khonshu and you're a defender of those who travel at night. But, you know, I agreed to be your therapist at the request of the Avengers, so I understand that, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, suspend some disbelief and say that that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, sure. Um... And, you know, we kinda get go through it, like he explains his backstory of how he died and came back and um and then we just get a couple like really quick um uh, like cases. Like so basically he's kind of like doing like a like a PI like his his office is open and people come to him with problems that are specifically like spooky nighttime problems. Night- <laughs>
1: his nighttime alias.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's 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 monster alias (laughs) essentially um so yeah this old lady comes to him and she's like uh there's like these creatures that are like keep scratching at the door and like i'm really worried and um turns out it's this this villain named vermin who's like a spider-man villain and he's like look i'm not (laughs) spider-man i am going to kill you (laughs) if you don't leave (laughs) <laughs> so he kills like one of them because it's like one of those villains that can like replicate himself um <laughs> which I guess rats you know like I get I get it it's like they're, they're basically like we're rats um so yeah he's just like get out of my territory or die that done so like <laughs> he solves that case um poor vermin. and then we get <laughs> poor poor vermin yeah mm-hmm. vermin was not ready he's like I just
2: wanted moon night. I wanted to fight spider-man it's fine he's not home wants- she's <laughs> He's busy.
0: <laughs> I'll I'll see myself out of it. Adrian, <laughs> I will Mr. I will Knight. leave.
2: I will pick up my things. My
0: other selves. <laughs> um, and then he he gets a report of a supervillain attacking a clinic, and it's uh it's eightball eight attacking na- <laughs> the
2: stupidest costume. This is the first time we've seen seen, seen
0: eightball in probably thirty
2: years,
1: <laughs>
2: and
0: he's just like. He's just attacking a clinic to try and get oxy's. Like, mm-hmm. dude's just having a rough night because he picked the wrong clinic. He picked the clinic that is run by this new character that's introduced named Doctor Badir, and uh, we find out that Doctor B- Badir worships at the temple of Conchu as well. So there is this introduction that's like they literally just like talk but- over this kit, like like <laughs> yeah. like they they um handcuff. Uh, eight ball and have a conversation. I love over that him. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: Moon Knight gets there and he sees the situation and he's like, "Well, wow, eight ball finally uh, picked on the wrong civilian. Like <laughs> anyone <laughs> could have <laughs> just done that. Like, so funny." Because yeah,
1: He wasn't bringing a lot to the table here. Being <laughs> Poor eight ball yeah. guy in a jumpsuit with an eight ball. I think I
2: have his helmet. first yep. appearance somewhere. Nice. Eight ball.
0: <laughs> Poor eight ball. Um. But yeah, so so that's we get introduced to that character who clearly is you know we'll get to him later, um, and uh, where I lost my place Hold on Oh, so so then we he meets back up with the therapist. They uh, they kind of have a rendezvous in the park, um, mm. and she's like, "Look, I am like not." She's like, "Are you okay? Like, are you like actually?" And then she like she brings us with the story of um like a monk who is like a dullard essentially who then like has a dream that like he speaks to God and then like wakes up and is able to like write psalms yeah. and write like mu- music and sing and is like this this like genius poet now and and he's like okay so this isn't about my did is it And she's like no like your did we can treat like there's drugs for that what we can't treat is like you've been brain-to-brain contact with a literal god, however you want to define that, and, like, your brain structure has changed. Like, you yeah, Your brain something... is not
1: the same as it used to be. Yeah. Like, we know um, that. Like, and they know that.
0: So yeah, so, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, because they, they can tell that something was changed. Yeah. The shit so, got
2: scrambled. It's all...
1: Yeah. And they don't yeah. know how that's gonna affect him, obviously. Like, we know we have the DID stuff. We kind of... We'll talk about that a little bit more, but also like, maybe that's not as maybe that manifests differently because his brain is all get different now.
0: Yeah, exactly. So. Um, so, yeah. So then suddenly it, this first issue kind of wraps up. I know I'm going like beat for beat with this one. We'll, we'll kind of speed up as we go. Yeah, on, there was but, a lot um, of background in this issue. And they there's a, there's really a lot job. of really good like putting the play- pieces in motion in this first issue. That, yeah, they, like, catch you, it's,
1: they catch you up to speed really good.
0: Yeah. And I think we talked about this first issue when it came out. And um, Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And like, So, he goes back to to, um, hang out with Reese, who who brings him a coffee, and he's like, oh, I thought I was going to get my own coffee. And she's like, well, I bought one and then remembered that I can't drink it anymore because I'm a goddamn (laughs) vampire. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So... He I, I really like this interaction because like this is literally like our first introduction to, to Reese as a character. And he's like, you know why I like you? And she's like, because I'm biologically compelled to have the same hours as you. Uh he's like, no, it's cause you don't try to fix me. It's like <laughs> it's not easy when everyone thinks you're crazy, and it's even harder when they're right. Uh <laughs> but like I have a job to do, and you're just like here to help me do that job, and like thank you. Um So that's pretty cool. And then we get Uh, a preview of a mysterious villain who's, like, spying on them and, like, hiding behind the the shutters. Like, he's like, Yeah, I could take you down, but you're, like, you're my project. Like, I want to break you. I would, like, you're, like, you know, he's having, like, his whole villain monologue to himself. Shadowy figure.
1: Yeah, he's just talking to himself. It's like, bro, like, we get it. Fucking chill out. (laughs)
0: And then we also find out that Dr. Badir is not just some civilian, and not a coincidence that he is a a worshipper of Khonshu. He is the left fist of Khonshu, uh, and he is Hunter's Moon, which is a fucking badass name. So he's like the,
2: the second side of the coin of Moon Knight. Yeah. Yeah. because he's got the, Yeah, he
0: is he is everything that Moon Knight is not. Um, and we'll get into his character a the little like, bit. They like really on
2: jacked boulder fist of <laughs> Khonshu. Dude.
1: Uh, I, and you know. I, I love I the don't... colors that they have on both of the Khonshu Knight people because like the whites are so they're like almost shining in every oh, yeah. panel, and it's incredible. Shout I out just, to
0: Rochelle Rosenberg.
1: Yeah, like I mean like so Alessandro cool.
0: Capuccio fucking killed it obviously, but Rachel yeah. Rosenberg really or Rochelle Rosenberg really takes it over the edge with like Th- they the, 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 yeah, they
1: made the it's costumes glowy. really yeah, they they glow like the moon and it's like I don't even like it, no matter what like in every fucking panel even just him in Mr. Night Garb, it's like he's he's glowing and it's it's so and it's like the opposite it's like the white on the hunter's moon glows but like the rest of the outfit's black and it's like night black like it's like absorbing light <laughs> it's really yeah. cool design um uh, yeah, and color work so right. it was really cool i love
0: how it looks um yeah and and uh i don't know how much of it is on purpose or just coincidence but i i do notice that like hunter's moon dr badir says uh you know if if Moon Knight is the right hand of Kanchu, I'm his... Or uh, the right fist of Kanchu, I'm his left fist. Yeah. And... In, like, occult stuff, right hand is, like, the godly hand, and the left hand is, like, the the evil. Like, it's, like, good and evil, and, like, the dichotomy, of as above, so below, all that stuff. So, like, I don't know.
1: And in this one, So far, Dr. Yeah, Badir... Yeah, we're we not get, sure we get exactly on to,
0: yet. Yeah. So Yeah, so... so yeah, that's just the first introduction, but we'll we'll get to him later on. Um, number two opens up with a cold open. We are introduced to a character that we later find out to be soldier, um, and he's being attacked by a hive mind mob of old people. I hate when that happens. So, yeah, it's yeah. So, Trying to go home rough, rough you get a, Tuesday, you, you know. Get attacked mm-hmm. by a bunch of
1: old people. One of them is his mom.
2: Out. Not a good. Yeah, yeah a good time. Yeah, yeah. Always, never killer started.
0: geriatrics, as they specifically describe. Um, and so, so yeah. So, soldier comes to them for help. He's like, "Are you the? Are you the weird? Are you the? What does he say? Fancy guy? A freaky guy? Are you the freaky guy?" And he's like, "Why? Yes, I am." <laughs> that would be me. Um, yeah. Uh, and then and then basically he's like, "Were you perchance?" attacked by an elderly person with like a knife or a hammer and he's like actually it was a whole crew of them how'd you guess and turns out there have been multiple accounts of this happening um escalating accounts um so they they try to patch a soldier up um because he is worse for wear because they're like yo you're jacked why didn't you fight back and he's like oh one of them was my mom also it's a bunch of old people like i didn't want to punch them because they're clearly yeah, out of control. Them. Yeah, and yeah, they're clearly like they were all saying the same thing. They all said like um what was the phrase they they used specifically? Um
1: because I want to sport for the hell of it. Oh yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. All at once. He's like, he's like why are you doing this? And it's like because I want to sport for the hell of it. Um yeah, so uh there's a really cool there's a really cool line in here, because, like um you know, soldiers like, oh, like you do, you, you know, you do good work patching me up. Are you a medic? He's like, well, hardly, but I used to be a soldier. And he's like, now where do you? It's like, what do I look like? I'm a priest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, that's badass. He, then, um, he and re- that was
2: like a recurring theme through the whole book is him talking mm-hmm. about the congregation and everything is like
1: themed like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's there's a couple really good callbacks. He's trying to, to, that. to
1: reinvent himself in this light to be to kind of. <laughs> Make make up for a lot of the mistakes that he's made and moved into this more, you know, how to put it, holier mission, I guess, for lack of a better yep. term.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. No, and he definitely phrases it like that, too. Um, and also, I love that Reese has to get the hell out of there because, like, she didn't realize how much blood was going to be involved yeah, <laughs> in she's this like, job. Yo, I'm, I'm going to need that blood. Gotta go. Gotta go. Um, so they. Uh, Mr. Knight and uh, Soldier head over to his tenement building, where's like all the old people that were in that building were the ones attacking him. So they head over there, and immediately, like Soldier's like, "Oh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Holly," and Holly is like the the janitor, and he's like, "No problem, sport." And Moon Knight's like, "Hmm, that's strange." And Dude, then he fucking like
1: clocks him right away.
0: Yeah. So like like Soldier walks in, he's like, "I gotta go get my gun," and then mr knight turns around and there's just all the old people are there <laughs> armed to the teeth and he's like <laughs> yep all right so like mr holly's like wow you're quick and uh and mr knight's like well yeah i am but like you wanted me to know you said sport like that's like that yeah. was very just, just a specific. sweaty
2: janitor dude um, that sweat just mind controls janitor. people which is gross
0: oh yeah that's it's a gross, it's a gross power. So yeah, it turns out this guy, whenever he sweats, uh, if, if people consume his sweat, he can, can mind control them. They become gross. part of this hive mind. He can see through their eyes. Yeah, well, speaking of gross, <laughs> so the way Moon Knight decides to fight back, because immediately he's like, oh, so like the reason you were using old people is because like they're more susceptible uh he's like so like it didn't take a huge dose of your gross sweat in the water supply of this building to to <laughs> turn them and then he's like that is true but also and then he's like ah oh, soldiers behind me with a gun isn't he he's behind me with a gu- yep yeah so so Holly also got uh soldier so he's like all right cuz he's been doing what a long- soldier like
1: no, he said he's just been doing it for a lot longer than he's been uh, dosing the water supply in the, the building water for a while.
0: So, like, so soldier built up. Oh, uh, um, he had him. Okay,
1: he already had yeah. him controlled. Yeah, he's like, he had no, him. Don't, like he just wasn't using don't look him until... Don't look like that janitor. <laughs> don't look
0: that man. Don't look that janitor.
1: <laughs> I think he was trying to lure. him He just him puts there, a
2: basically.
0: sign on the
1: janitor says, exactly. "Do not." Yeah, lick. he
0: he was. We find out later that he was hired to lure Moon Knight specifically to yeah. um, manipulate him. So, um. So, so Mr. Knight offers, he's like, here, here's the deal. Uh, you clearly have um, an imagination and you like to, you like to have fun with this. So, uh, you haven't met a challenge yet. You and me, brain to brain, I want a direct dose. So he hands him, like, the, the, the moon orang, which is the only thing I'm going to call it. I know it's called, like, the crescent darts or whatever. It's a moon Um... So he hands a moon and gets him to, like, put sweat on it. And he's like, oh, you think you're some kind of, like, iron will? You think you're Captain America? He's like, all right, let's see. I can't wait to kill a whole bunch of people as Moon Knight. And he's like, sure. Sure, bud. And then we get the coolest, like, inside of Moon Knight's brain. Oh, my God. As we kind of alluded to.
2: The art in this page. Yeah.
0: As we... yeah. As we alluded to earlier, um, you know, his brain has been reshaped by contact with, a, like with a, a god. It's like a giant
2: ethereal moon knight god. It's like it's like the specter but yeah. moon it's knight. like the art yeah. is so good. It's like it's the so first good. time everyone watched Avatar without realizing how shitty the story is. It's like so
0: <laughs>
1: mind-blowingly amazing.
0: Mind-blowing. It's just like I said, I don't
1: I didn't under, i didn't realize that like you could make flat pages glow like that it's fucking it blows my mind every time yeah like and and like you really so get good. the
0: you get the awe inspiring effect that they're supposed to have here you know because yeah. holly is like trapped yeah, in this, this mind. it's so good yeah uh, yeah so he's like giant. and, and he's just, just like the soliloquy he delivers to him inside his own brain is just like you who have touched a number of minds, how does it feel to touch the truly alien? A universe is almost, compo- almost entirely of darkness, Howley. It's its default state, an uncaring indifferent, nothing, cold and impenetrable. Little wonder when the early men looked up from the terrifying darkness of night, beset by predators and worse, they saw light, and they worshipped it as a god. Mine is the cold fire of the moon. Mine is the tidal pull On the salt blood beating through your heart. Mine is the silver madness illuminate uh, that illuminates but does not warm. Come and worship, and it's just like God. Fucking
1: damn. Yeah, Uh, we have this great image of him basically wrapping up this dude in like bandages, basically like a mummy, putting him in a sarcophagus and puts him in his stomach. So he basically takes this dude's mind, wraps it up, and keeps it in his brain. And leaves this dude fucking comatose.
0: Yep, yeah, and they they cut back. Yeah. (laughs) They cut back and all the old people are like, what? What happened? And he's like, how did you you do that? And it's like, what did you do? And Mr. Knight says, nothing he'll recover from, and it's just him foaming at the mouth saying, moon, moon, moon. Yeah, and
1: something that's interesting, I think RJ brought up that we see as he's putting the little sarcophagus in the pocket, the other three are labeled Lockley, Grant and Spectre and only two of them have something in it so that's an interesting
0: yeah, Mark Spectre is missing from that or runaway visual... personality
1: or it could mm-hmm. be because um, they talk about how when they come up they only come up for a short time so maybe it could be that's how a visual representation of the active persona
0: yeah like Mar- Mark is in power right now that mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah. that's interesting
1: kind of how they did um, with like, the, the underground in Doom Patrol yeah. That could just be a physical and- representation of what what's going on.
0: Yeah, we we're kind of talking about this off mic. It's interesting because like Moon Knight is almost entirely Moon Knight in this. He's like rarely ever Mark. He's rarely ever any of the other personalities. And he mentions the DID. He mentions like Every once in a while, he like the other personalities take over, but only for like a couple minutes at a time. uh, But we don't see that as the the therapist talks
1: about it. Well, we specifically mm -hmm. because she thinks that his life is so tailored to has had and is so tailored to dealing with high stress and high trauma that his default setting is so high to deal with that stress that in those moments where normally they would switch or disassociate. He's so used to dealing with it, he doesn't. That's also um So it's an interesting also thing. Also in to the talk discussion about. with Tigra,
2: he taught he essentially yeah. like he hasn't switched personalities
1: because he's like trying to hold it all in. Yeah. Cause he's he's in control because yeah, and it whether whatever the reason is that's true, it is it because of his, you know, past as a soldier or all this other shit or Is it because his brain's all fucked up from touching a god? Like, we don't know. (laughs) But something's allowing him to control this better than previous iterations of the character.
0: Yeah. Um, And before we jump into that more, because that is definitely... We'll get into that. But um, just the end of this issue, it's him talking to Reese about specifically, like, we have to take, like, our... The things that like we've been broken by and we have to use them to destroy our enemies so like that's kind of like going back to that you know yeah like, basically
1: like I got rewritten by a god you got turned into a, you know your DNA got rewritten but we sh- we need we're not broken but we, we, we are. are broken we are broken but we can use that to help people and or destroy our enemies <laughs> yeah
0: exactly <laughs> so like um, see,
1: yeah we got dealt a shitty hand but it doesn't mean we have to fold which is exactly. you know it's which is great.
0: Yeah, so good. Um and then that cuts to uh issue 3 and he's talking to cuz like in the last issue howley basically says I was hired by someone and he's like, "Oh, who are you?" Okay, who by?
1: who MB that
0: is. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so he talks to the therapist he's like, "I have an enemy. I'm afraid it's me." So <laughs> right, that, yeah. that kind of cuts in with like maybe, you know, one of the personalities could be at play here thwarting himself. Um, spoiler it's not, but like that's an interesting perspective to have of just like I'm not always in complete control of my brain, so like I don't know who's doing this so much so that like I'm afraid I might be a- mm-hmm. that person. Um And then he uh as um. so like he goes after his therapy, therapist appointment he goes back to the midnight mission and Reese is like yo I thought we were cool and he's like yeah we are what and it turns out like one of the other vampires that was turned um like came home and was like covered in the, the moonerangs like just like just all fucked up covered in moonerangs ring. did they come back or are they just projectiles they're made of I cheese like they're, ge- they're just they're called crescent darts, but I'm calling them moon orangs, okay? Oh okay. <laughs> well, yeah, but any good <laughs>
2: rang comes back.
1: Yeah, that's why I didn't know if they're true rangs or mm. if they're just rang twice moon-shaped moon-shaped <laughs> knives that he throws at people.
0: Yeah, they're moon-shaped. They're yeah, they're they're like uh th- throwing stars. Throwing moons. Would you rather I call them throwing moons? Love it. Perfect. Okay. Um so we get our, our, our diction right here I, uh, for all the, those semantics nerds. Moon stars. All right. Christ. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so uh, he's like, uh, who the fuck is this? Clearly I didn't do this. Who the fuck is this? So he, uh, goes out in search of Hunter's moon and finds him. And they have a. I feel like Hunter's
1: Moon finds him and just starts beating hell yeah, out him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of it lore. happens a lot in this book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he gets snug up on a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just saying.
0: So, so he has a fight with Hunter's Moon um, and, and kind of confronts him. Hunter's Moon is basically saying, like, I'm not trying to break you. I'm trying to correct you because you're a bad... You're a, Knight. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're a not bad movie. Yeah, you're a bad You're supposed not you're not to do. doing good at this. You're supposed um, to be killing
1: these motherfuckers.
0: <laughs> yeah, like like you let those vampires go, you're weak, you you clearly don't know what this job entails, and like you're you're fucking it up. And in the course of this fight, Moon Knight goes like, hey, so like why the hell did you hire Holly to do that if you're just gonna come out and punch me like this? And he's like, What? Who's a Holly? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> What's Yeah. And so, like, he's like, okay, clearly this guy is not actually, like, this is two different things. Right? Also,
1: he has an awesome line. He's like, my business is the moon gods. I don't need proxies. It's like, alright, this dude, this I mean, he's dude great. fucks. You know what I'm saying? He's, like, like, this dude's this awesome. he's like the ghost maker mm-hmm. of this book. Yeah,
2: he's absolutely. Fucking, he's perfect.
1: great, dude. Yeah. He's the,
2: yeah, uh, he's like all the, fucking the business. The unsteady alliance, you can't really tell what side he's on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's on the f- side of Konchu. We just don't know exactly. What That's that not necessarily means a good but thing. Kanshu but Konchu is also a exactly. lunatic. Yeah, right. That's yeah. not necessarily is a good a... Yeah,
0: yeah. Konchu is if if Moon Knight and Mark are the unreliable narrator, Konchu is the unreliable god.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but he's seems to be much more devoted at this point in the story that than um, yeah. than Mr. Knight is because he's yeah.
0: Well, because especially because like. Yeah, like, Moon Knight, Mr. Knight, Mark is, is, like, definitely trying to do the right thing, even if it's not necessarily what Conchu would want him to do. Because, yeah, his, his mortal enemy is vampires. From, like, his, like, first appearance in a comic book was Werewolf by Night. He's always fought fucking werewolves and, and vampires I think he should have done the
1: right thing, um, within the, within the, uh, The structure given to it within the structure of his mission, like, yeah, I'm gonna kill the bad vampires, but not the victims. I'm gonna I'm gonna protect
0: people, the travelers of the night. That's I'm gonna protect the travelers of the night. Exactly, these travelers got turned into vampires against their will. They're under my protection. If
1: they go fuck fuck up some other travelers, I'll kill them. But if until then, like, they cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, and there's a really cool uh like discussion that they have like. Hunter's Moon is like, yo, what's, what's wrong with you? Like, I'm not talking about the fact that you like vampires oh, yeah. or you're friends with vampires. He's like, you're the Fist of Konchu, but there's nothing of beauty in the way that you fight. And, and Moon Knight's like, yeah, no, that's, why do you think there's beauty in anything that we do? Uh, but he's like, yeah, you fight like an animal. Like, you should have all of the different, like, every Fist of Konchu in you to try, like like, you inherit every fist's fighting ability when you when you take up this mantle so like why are you fighting like an animal uh and he's like you know what it's already too crowded in my brain so uh you know i just gotta i just gotta
1: and conchu fucked it up even further somehow so i'm just gonna fight you how i fight you bro (laughs) just
0: imagine conchu with two
2: hands and like he's writing in cursive with one and then one's like eating crowns it's
1: like (laughs) (laughs) no what are you doing stop that (laughs) But this is—he's um, yeah, dude. He's the, the uh Hunter's Moon, just a classic. Like, just like focus on the mission. Like, you'd be better if you didn't have distractions. Type of thing. Like, he's like a yeah. living embodiment of the of like someone's like conscious of whether they should stay on mission or something. Someone who can actually punch you in the face to get get your shit together.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, and you know, like so. So thus far, it kind of seems like Hunter's Moon is kind of on the same side, but also maybe a little misguided, maybe too devoted to Conchu. To yeah, see the light. they're
1: on the same team, <laughs> but they're not quite aligned. They're,
0: they're
1: yeah, yeah, they're not. Pl- they're not playing the same game, but they're definitely on the same team.
0: <laughs> they're like liberals and leftists. They have the same enemy, but they have a different strategy. There it is. Um, so then we we cut back to the Midnight Mission, and, um, this is, like, the second introduction to a character named Terry, who's just, like, another fucking Terry member of the congregation. He was in the like,
1: vampire van.
0: Vamp- uh, but he vampire? was. He's a, but he's not- The vampire? <laughs> was he? Because he? in- he's not a vampire.
1: I know, he was in the vampire van. <laughs> <laughs> I look- reading it again, vampire he was van. in the van.
0: Okay. Because I know he's friends with Reese, like, at one point, like, um country's like yo i gotta talk to reese fuck off and yeah and he's like okay so he's just kind of hanging around um and he's trying to make small talk with soldier and soldier's like go fuck yourself he's like okay whatever and then um you know hunter's moon bursts into the sorry
1: he reports the vampire van
0: oh so he's the
1: literally the very first panel
0: he's the very first person who goes to the mission uh mr knight to get the ball got it there it is okay that's, I knew he was introduced yeah, yeah, pre- yeah. previously, but yeah. Um, so then Hunter's Moon, leaving Moon Knight broken in the alley, um, bursts in the Midnight Mission to kill two of the vampires that are there. God, one beat, Such an awesome um,
1: fucking costume design. Super so similar to cool. Moon Knight, but also completely different in such an yeah. awesome way.
0: Yeah. Um, and then... <laughs> so he comes in. To kill them with a steak. And Moon Knight just beats the shit out of him with a baseball bat.
2: Yep. Just, moon Knight's favorite weapon? Just like... Moon bat.
0: <laughs> moon, <laughs> moon bat? Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, and, like, he beats him, like, so savagely. Just like... <laughs> Cute trick, conch you downloading dead men's memories into your head. Makes you fight real fancy, but you never earned it. Not like I did. Thud. <laughs> Through a lifetime of busted knuckles and broken bones and bloody horror. Thud. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he, like knows, just... he,
1: he read a book on fighting. Moon Knight learned how to fight by getting his ass fucking handed to him time and time again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And eventually At the he end started of the day, winning. you're
0: just a doctor dancing in borrowed shoes. He <laughs> yeah,
1: pretty like, much says, Get the fuck out of my house. Don't tell me how to run my shit.
0: Yeah. And, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, don't talk And, and my if vampire you, like you want to come. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to come for these kids, these frightened children that are under my protection, you better kill me for good. Because yeah. if you don't, I'm going to come back and kill you for good. Yeah.
1: If you come for this the, is- the crown, you best not miss. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's so pretty good. much that speech. It's fucking great. Yep. It looks so um, fucking badass with this like the these scenes and them just standing over and the like the costume design oh, and the color. So it looks good. so fucking
0: cool. So fucking cool, yeah. Cannot cannot sing enough praises for Alessandro Cappuccino like and Rochelle of, Rosenberg. It's, it's like his first Marvel so comic, good. like
2: one of his first like I don't know how many comics he's yeah. done before this, but his art is insane
1: yeah please it's, more it's, of i'm this. getting
0: real like dan mora and tamra bond villain vibes like the, that you just like have a team dream that, team. that just
1: really works well yeah I, it I, works I, well I feel for this
0: book you know like it's just like, so it's just, good
1: yeah. yeah i need i need to put my eyeballs on more of this shit that's all i'm
0: saying <laughs> <laughs> um and then that brings us to issue the best four. issue <laughs> RJ's just been just been welling up inside talking of him. About ready to talk about
1: is this Tigro for fake Jigsaw? No, Tiger <laughs> Fucking
0: Tiger. Fucking Jigsaw um, Junior
1: over here being a little bitch. Yeah. Sorry, we'll get to him.
0: <laughs> wow, you took this personally. Jesus, I just thought he's just,
1: he's such a little bitch. <laughs> he is a little bitch. Um, At first, I so thought it yeah, was so- Jigsaw, and when it wasn't Jigsaw, I was no, like, Jigsaw's oh. not Jigsaw. Yeah, yeah,
0: he was Jigsaw's like henchman. He is. He is. He's so, Kirkland brand Jigsaw. So that,
1: that before we get into Tiger, because we'll talk about mostly like, does Jigsaw require his henchmen to have Jigsaw faces? No, something. No, just a
0: coincidence.
1: Oh, so he got Jigsaw as well. No, it's funny. Well.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> which would make him the perfect
1: henchman. But they had a falling out. So you'd think he'd be like they were missing some pieces. In heaven. Is, is, <laughs> is- <laughs> <laughs> we just like jumped ahead.
0: Nailed no, like
1: it. we get him early in the. We get him oh, okay. early on.
0: Yeah, you get you get a, him you know him before un-
1: we meet Tigra.
0: Yeah, because the unseen villain, the 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 shadowy figure, is on, is the, on phone the phone with, with Rampage, yeah. and Rampage is is that his name? Talking about <laughs> yeah, terrible that name. Uh, but I also just like calling him Kirkland Brand Jigsaw, so that's that's Supreme. his name for this issue. What's a step um, down from Yeah, because so we kind
1: Looks like he got in, f- in a fight with a box of
2: cats. It's like <laughs> like the like a like a children's puzzle that's like four big pieces, and it's like how'd you mess yeah, that up? Yeah
1: because he's he looked completely fine like it just looks like he just needs to clean his face like it's not like jigsaw like jigsaw got fucked up <laughs> like this dude just doesn't look like it's it's like really affected him in really any negative way <laughs> that's all i'm saying yeah. Anyway, let's move just, on.
0: Um, so yeah, so the introduction in the beginning is, is Rampage talking about how like, uh oh yeah, I looked into one of his personalities. One of his personalities is a millionaire. Oh. And if we if we take off, if we cut off his money, then he's just like a normal guy. Also
1: something all I have sup- to point out, and it's just because it's the dumbest shit ever. I love how all of his computer screens are just binary. It's like, that's just not how any of this works.
0: Oh, I know. I love it. I, <laughs> I love just it. thought it was I, so
1: silly. Because it's easier than just putting actual shit shit on there like you know what I mean it doesn't have to be anything
0: one of my favorite bits in like like late 80s early 90s movies is like trying to show what computers do to the layperson without any knowledge of how computers work so like Jurassic Park when she's like hacking into the buildings it's like a 3D model of the park and it's like that doesn't need to be like that that's not how (laughs) what love it Love yeah, that bit. Great. So this, yeah, this all the ones the and zeros.
1: Way. It's like, yeah, this dude reads <laughs> binary, and you can see he's got millions of dollars. Cool. That's all I care about.
0: Sure. Um, yeah. Great. Love it. Um, right, so yeah. So the then issue. we cut to then we cut to the midnight mission, and in walks uh everyone's favorite, especially RJ's favorite, it's uh, yeah. uh <laughs> <laughs> And she's just immediately just like throws her arms around him, and Reese is like, wait, his name is Mark. Wait, he was an Avenger. She's like West Coast. Don't get, don't get carried this, away. We were just a bunch of crazies. She's doing the whole
2: like, wow. Is this, is this what you look like? Is this your, is this your thing now? And then like embarrassing yeah, him yeah. and doing like, yeah. oh
0: yeah, totally, total little sister like, it's giving yeah. so him a, like a
2: noogie.
1: And <laughs> and then I love Reese where she's like, can I work for you? Well, I like how he's like, Yeah, the mask is to protect my identity, and she's like, Oh yeah, the guy who made a TV <laughs> show about Moon Knight and his secret identities on IMDB. Yeah, real fucking secret, you idiot.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> also, you okay. don't have any friends, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah, right. All of your friends are here. <laughs> One of them's a tiger person, the other so one's a vampire. Thi-
0: this issue is essentially <laughs>
2: the 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 jigsaw knockoff going. If you don't listen to my demands, I'm going to delete yeah. your money and Moon Knight just not fucking caring which is the greatest <laughs> like
1: yeah he only does shit for him to buy time to figure out who it actually yeah, is Yeah he goes to so
0: fall jigsaw-
1: and also
0: Yeah, like a fucking idiot. So so Rampage is like, "All right, every every time you disobey me i'm gonna delete a a million dollars and just to show that i can million dollars gone boom did it already and he's like okay so you have to you have to don't like don't fuck with me man like i mean business (laughs) all right you're my tool you need to go to this place and you need to uh you know uh destroy them and call me when you're done and the person he goes to destroy is jigsaw so it's like you sent him you need to
1: fight the other puzzle (laughs) villain yeah, like yeah. he just made it so obvious. Like, and also, well, and like, it's like Rampage- he's like, he had to tell him Clark says hello. So, obviously, Jigsaw is just gonna be like, Oh, Stuart Clark's alive. And it's like, Cool, now I know who you are, bro. Yeah, <laughs> and,
0: fucking and idiot. It's, it's a petty move, too, because he's just like, he's pissed off at Jigsaw for firing him, essentially. Yeah. So, he sent Moon Knight to whoop his ass, not thinking that they'd actually talk for, for two, two s- seconds and Dude, figure this out dude's who is. Such a clown, yeah, such a clown. So he- yeah, so he thought he was galaxy brain here and just yeah. immediately played himself, like, hard. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs>
1: you played <laughs> yourself.
0: Yeah. Uh, So so he happily beats the shit out of Jigsaw. Yeah, because, like, um, well, I'm
1: here. I might as well beat the shit out of this piece of shit. I love how much <laughs> yeah, most- like, Jigsaw whatnot. enjoys the battle. They're, like, about to, like, <laughs> fight. <laughs> yeah.
2: And they're, like, just fucking, like... Uh, Moon Knight knows that... uh, Or Jigsaw knows that Moon Knight is just there because he... Wants to beat the crap out of him, yeah. And they're just like, <laughs> and Jigsaw's like, oh, yeah. let's do it. It's yeah. he's a yeah,
0: little like unhinged, this,
1: right? You know, this
0: fight doesn't uh, progress the the campaign. This is just a side quest. This yeah, is just it's
1: great. this is just boss. for uh,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so so they they burst into uh, Stuart Clark's. Also, yes, yeah, Stuart. What a bad villain name, Stuart. Um,
2: we like, yeah, we found you so easily.
0: Yeah. And he's also like, he's like, you better not touch me, man. I just deleted five million of your dollars. He's like, do you not know me? Did you not like Google me first, so, bro? I don't give a so So fuck.
1: there were so many thoughts I heard here. It's like one, that. Two, if you've been watching me, it's very clear. I'm not using that money. For fucking anything like so What do you think you're threatening me with You fucking moron
0: yeah He's also like I'm a priest And no wealthy priest has ever Been good
1: Yeah, preach dog
0: <laughs> So like <laughs> Throw it away I'm This is this is Jesus flipping The tables uh, moment you Know just like fuck the money man Uh that's great. so that's awesome So so they they mopped the floor With him immediately and then him and Tigra have this uh, discussion this my, that RJ alluded yeah, they, to earlier, which they is,
2: hang out at Al Noon. This is my favorite moment in the
0: uh, book. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, and he, and basically she's like, "You can't fool me. Something is like something's wrong. What's what's up?" And yeah, he's basically just like. I have made so many bad choices. And yeah, he just kind of. Sp- I helped Conchu take over he the world. He just spills
2: everything. And with this, is where yeah. we learned yeah. that Frenchie left him. And I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. Poor Frenchie. Yeah. Yeah. Walked-
0: it, everyone who's ever loved, everyone he's ever loved is either dead or moved across the planet to get away from him. He find uh, he found out that he had a kid during the Age of Conchu stuff and like that per- like the mom and the kid like ran away to escape him. He's just like They also
2: bring up um you know, him murdering his brother, which is something that happens in like uh yeah. the Yeah. black and white specials uh before Moon Knight yeah. 1 comes out, I think. Um yeah. But yeah, no, he's just trying to like hold it all together and like gritting his teeth, which is why yeah. I think that the, and the other whole, personalities haven't come out.
0: Yeah, that, and he says yeah. the whole reason I've I've been wearing this mask, because yeah, like as the reader, we have not seen Mark Spector's face until this issue this twenty pages into the fourth issue of this run <laughs> is the first time we actually see his face. And uh he's like, people have been asking me all night about the mask and he's like, Do you know wanna know really why? It's so I don't have to look myself in the face. Yeah. Um Yeah. And it's like I, I think he's in this way he's disassociating from him his actual personalities to try to cope. Like he's like being Moon Knight, I'm actually somebody. When I'm Mark, I'm nothing. And he's um, trying to work
1: through his trauma, right? Like he doesn't have to yeah. confront a face that's responsible for everything. And yeah, he's almost using this Mr. Knight persona to disassociate to, to work through it in that way.
0: Yeah. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. Um so then, the next issue, uh, we find out that... So, so Terry comes to him, and he's like, yo, look what I found. Like, I... I, I think Soldier's the one that's going after you. So he, he takes mm. Moon Knight to, like, the secret lair, which, like... Terry lives with his mom in the tenement building that we saw earlier, but this is, like, a secret lair that Terry saw him coming out of, and he's like, yo, like, he's he's a member of HYDRA, like, there's all this spy equipment shit, like, what the fuck? So, Moon Knight's like, that's not good, so he goes to visit Soldier's mom. And, we find out later, uh, there's another thing I want to get back to, but, so we don't lose that thread. Um, He's, like, talking to Soldier's mom, and then, like, gets an alarm that, like, there's a disturbance at the Midnight Mission. So he goes back, and Soldier is, like, neck-cuffed to the radiator. Yeah. And, he, and there's a... He gets a call from the the mysterious villain, and he's like, Hey, psych, it wasn't Soldier. Uh, But there's a bomb hidden in here, so you have to choose if you're a fucking hypocrite. Are you gonna, like, try to save this guy and die? Or are you going to be a hypocrite and run away? Um. So... Uh... Moon Knight chooses neither, and he uh, he he takes out this like tiny torch and like cuts through the chain and like saves soldier. No one ever accounts for the tiny torch going off. (laughs) No one ever accounts (laughs) the the moon torch. (laughs) Nobody expects the teeny tiny moon torch. Um, Yeah, no, he is still Stephen Grant, billionaire with all the gadgets. Like like you know, he still has the moon copter. Let's not forget. But, um, before we get to the big reveal at the end of this issue, um, there was a really cool discussion with the therapist about, like, like, the therapist is like, fuck the superhero shit, fuck the DID, why are you so unhappy? And he has this really cool breakdown about, like, he's like, are you Jewish? Because I am, and my father was a rabbi. And I always thought that he was so weak for, like, revering the fact that, like, us being like so victimized our entire the entirety of, of, of Jewish culture has just been us taking shit from everyone and I used to think that the my, that my dad was weak for revering that about us and serving um, an
1: in a different a god that would allow that
0: exactly Um. and then he realized that so so when he was dying and Kanchu came to him and offered him, like, you have to accept me as your god, and I'll let you live. He, he realized that he was weak for accepting that offer, for throwing away his entire upbringing, his entire life of, of worshipping this god that he didn't really respect, but, like, worshipping this god, and then immediately turning his back on him. So he's like, I know my father would have never done that. So my, I'm the weak one. My father is the strong one, because he actually believes in something. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's pretty cool. That was, that was a, that was a cool little thing with that. Um, hold on. there was a, there was a, I, I marked a page.
1: He's trying to just work through just reconciling his past and his decisions and things like that. And just trying to figure out what went wrong and how to move past it. Like he knows he's was weak and he had a moment of weakness to live and. Just kind of reflecting on his upbringing and his father and things like that, these people that meant so much to him. He's just like, it's, he's trying to be stronger, to be more a man of character and faith going forward to, to, and then do try to do some good in the world.
0: Yeah. And and so, like, so this is the line that I, that I wanted to quote specifically Um, Being the Fizz of Kanshu cost me everything. Uh, it, I don't have anything left. He says, if, if I'm not the Viz whatever I choose to understand that that as, I'm just Mark Spector, a man who makes the wrong choice every time, a man who threw away his religion, his heritage, killed what family he didn't bury, the man who brought harm and trauma to everyone who ever cared about him, the man who can't breathe from the guilt clo- closing over his head, thick as seawater and twice as bitter. No wonder I ve- developed DID. Because I'd rather be anyone else than that guy. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So, so that's kind of like you know where we got to with that. So, cutting back to the end of that issue, um, he barely manages to escape the explosion alive. He's like fucking, he's torn the fuck up, but manages to save soldier and himself. And out walks Terry. Fucking Terry. Terry. Fucking Terry.
1: This fucking Who, for guy. a split
0: second because, like, you see Terry and it's like clearly him, but he's like he looks unhinged. And I'm like, oh god, is this arcade? Because he's like mm. redhead <laughs> and looks crazy. Um, but it's not arcade. It is a new villain, as far as I know. I, he might have been an old villain, but this is my introduction to the character um, named Zodiac. Uh, which is Terry badass.
2: puts on so. uh like a mask and goes from like cooler like loser to cool quicker than like a power ranger so fast just so <laughs> yeah yep impressive Dude's, impressively yeah, fast he's also actually. got
0: like a he's got like a padlock chain Dude necklace said, drip or all of a sudden too which is f-
1: <laughs> yeah and he went he went he went drip drip <laughs> for sure yeah he looks fucking dumb my
0: god yeah um, so yeah so that's fucking cool and so then that the, the, that brings us to the last issue in this run, and it just cuts right into where we left off, and Zodiac is beating the shit out of a nearly dead Yeah, the dude
1: just escaped Zodiac. the fucking blown up ass building and just getting his ass handed to him. It's like, bro, maybe like fight him on a better day, like this is fucked up.
0: Um, but yeah, and like, there's a really cool conversation that happens here that I didn't realize the first read-through. Um, he, he says basically the exact same thing that Hunter's Moon says, yeah. where he's like, I don't want to kill you. I want to break you. I want to help you. Because Hunter's Moon's like, I don't want to break you. I want to help you. He's like, I want to help you by breaking you, is Zodiac's um,
2: You know it's bad when thinking. I trust the, he's an, a un- guy dressed up like a other Moon Knight more than I trust...
1: <laughs> yeah, i this mean this is where we get the to turning fair, point, though
0: bad bad track record of people named zodiac yeah probably like, not. Let's not yeah never never gonna be a good name to pick for yourself <laughs> yeah uh, so so <laughs> yeah i like um, this this
1: is the turn point we get for hunter's moon specifically because reese basically sees this going down as like patient runs and bangs on the door like look I know you hate Bangs him. Bangs on
0: the door of the dude who tried to kill her like yeah, a night We
1: ago. don't, no one likes, we don't like him, you don't like me, I don't like you, whatever, but he needs you, you gotta come fucking help him, because he's gonna die. Now. Yeah. And he shows up, and, in the nick of time, to start beating the shit out of Zodiac, and goddamn, yep. He does yep. end up escaping, though. Just because just fucking something exploded and then...
0: Well, yeah, he has, like, these two cars just, like, outside of the, yeah, the building that he just blew up and he blows those up as, like, a, his, like, magical getaway. So he's like, Sayonara, Moon Knights! Fuck off! Goodbye! And he's just like, oh... Yeah, the fuck?
1: And then as Mark is unconscious, he gets visited by Khonshu, who wants to, like, come see him. He misses his son. It's like, oh, that's not gonna end well. But <laughs> he's on the recovery table and we kind of get... Oh, um, um, we get... yeah. We get uh, the doctor's backstory, basically. Yeah, you know. Dr.
0: Badir yeah. is, like, stich- stitching him up. Like, he wakes up mid, like, surgery, essentially. And he's just like, hey, sh- you gotta chill, man. So he's like, you're really badly injured. Um,
1: do you, you mind if
0: I tell you a story? Um, and he's like, it doesn't matter. He's like, yeah, I'm starting to fade again. He's like, good, you need to rest. I like to, I like to talk while I work anyway, so let me tell you a story. Um... And he basically says, like, my journey to find Moon Knight was because, like, when I was a kid, I didn't have faith, and everyone around me did, and it felt very... I felt, like, like alone and lost, because everyone seemed to have this connection to God, and I was just this, like, analytical, literal kid who, like... I learned all the verses and I did all the things and I did all the rituals and I read my, my Quran, and I like did what I needed yeah, to do. All the
1: religions of his childhood didn't connect to him in any way.
0: Yeah. Um, and he, and he felt like hollow because of it, because everyone else clearly had a spiritual connection. Um, so that's really cool. Cause then, yeah, he was just, he was walking home alone. He was walking home, um, uh, by himself at night and he, uh, he was killed by vampires and as they were there like just like eating him alive um no there was no one there to bear witness to his death but the moon but the moon was enough he's got this very like poetic way of of speaking yeah. that so he it's, accepted it's, the it's, same it's, offer and it, and i love his his like poetry dialogue is very it, it's the same kind of dichotomy against mark where like mark is like a brawler and a bruiser and he kind of yeah has the same like brutal honesty in his in his way of talking and dr badir is very lyrical and he fights very pretty you know yeah and i, I then, like that kind of and the
1: core combo. of it comes to basically dr badir has been looking for some some meaning his whole life like he sums it up like what I spent my life longing for, you have thrown away like it was nothing because you've always had it, basically. So that's kind of where that, I think that's kind of where their paths are punching each other. So, but ultimately now he's seen how Mark affects the people around him and the faith yeah, cause he, cause and he's the like, trust you know, and respect thought- he instills in them.
0: Yeah, so like I thought you were you were worthless because you were throwing away the thing I've worked my whole life for, but. That girl vampire came running to me, and the bravery that it took to do that means that she cares about you, and like, yeah, you know, like like you actually have something to fight for, so like that's yeah, and yeah, then, basically the, yeah he mummifies him, Which is great and puts him, him in heal. a sarcophagus to yeah. like he he uh within the uh, the ancient rites of Khonshu, he inters him and like basically in one moon uh cycle. cycle. Well not yeah. cycle. Just one night. Uh, when the moon rises, you'll be ready to meet again. So he um gets he's to bad. hang out with Kanchu briefly. And then and they then have apparently
1: they have an okay accord basically like, look, we're on the we're on the same team. I'm not quite sure if I agree, but at least I, I got your back now. Yeah. So which yeah. is which so was nice. It was nice to see. Yeah,
0: that is nice. Um so yeah he's got a, kind of a partner in crime with a yeah. different strategy. And then Moon Knight so just so kinda cool.
1: makes his vow to Say fuck you guys! This is my neighborhood. I'm 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 here to last. <laughs> I Piece
0: also love shit. that, like, after he wakes up, he's like walking down the street, and like everyone is just like, "Oh, I was really worried about you, Mister Knight. Like, are you okay?" And it's like all these people that he's been—he's—he's pre- he's building a community around. He's protecting starting to get the, the affirmation community.
1: of what he's doing yeah. for to kind of, yeah, which is great.
0: Yeah, building the congregation, as it were. Yeah, um, absolutely. Which but, is but but awesome. only by building trust in a community yep uh which i really love and yeah it's just he goes back to his burned out building of the mission he says we may not have a building but we still have a mission and a zodiac wants to test me again he knows where to find me (laughs) i'm moon knight and i'm not going anywhere it's just fucking badass
1: great great headline.
0: Yeah, great, great, uh, some, you know, we don't, we still have an open-ended thing with, with Zodiac, but it's a great cap to that whole, uh, uh, storyline of, like, him knowing, him having more confidence in himself, knowing who he is, because he knows what he needs to do. And a lot of this arc was, like,
1: him, yeah, evolving, and then also, like, his relationship with Hunter's Moon, and things like that, so... Now we've kind of established all that. We can kind of move into like, who's fighting him? Like, who wants to take him out? Why does Zodiac want to do
0: this shit? Besides just being a lunatic.
1: Yeah. Besides being the classic, just being a fucking crazy person. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) All right. So, any any final words on that one? It's fucking
1: great. It's gorgeous. Just fucking just read it. It's awesome. (laughs) That's all I got. It's so fun. It's like, it's a great, I feel like this is a classic Jed McKay type thing where he balances this... Friend of the show, Jed McKay. Friend of the show, yeah. This great action and comic book type story, but with some real heady shit that, you know, we're, when we're talking about a character that's seen the face of God and has DID, like, there's gonna be some shit to go to work through. <laughs> so, it's, uh, it's a great balance between all of that. Um And again, i I can't say enough about the the art. It's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. That's where All I'm
0: right.
2: at. Yep.
0: Yeah. All right. So, um, what do we got coming out today?
1: Moon Knight number eleven. Hey.
0: Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Perfect timing.
1: we uh, got um, saga, detective, action. Spider Man. Uh, there's a new
0: book called Batman Fortress, which, which looks really cool. All right. Um,
1: Something's going Let's Bloodstained Teeth
0: number two.
1: Department of Truth, Punisher, Devil's Reign Omega, uh, Swamp God Thing, yeah. Harley Quinn, TMNT, Whoa. Legion of X, Robin. Yeah, Legion of X number one. Newburn, Stillwater
0: god damn yeah this is a week
1: there's a few there's a few books that came out
0: it's a couple books yeah
1: so right. this will be did you say what? silver coin i didn't
0: <laughs> oh no it's still it's the volume, silver oh, coin it's volume two. okay yeah go on go okay. ahead and grab that um yeah, yeah it's a big
1: right. so it looks seems like a pretty pretty hefty week we got yep. here
0: right so uh that about does it for us uh sorry it ran a little long we made up for adam not being here um as we always know, do it- <laughs> uh go go drop him a line let him know you know that you're thinking about him because he's probably still in a little bit of pain from from his unfortunate accident but um yep. all right yeah that does it for us uh consider joining our patreon uh, we've got some some cool episodes up there on our banned book series um, that you can get access to now if you do not feel like waiting a bunch of other cool shows from the Dueling Genre family uh, that you get access to um, come join our discord, come give us a you know, give us a shout, talk to us directly, um, tell us what you think of Moon Knight, uh, tell us what you thought of the show, how it's different than the book you know, like, we're open to any kind of discussion on the discord, come chat with us um and yeah i guess that does it um make sure you follow us on uh twitter and instagram at last week's comics and uh, yeah for myself sean and rj and a adam from afar this has been tales from the shark box goodbye everybody